Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome to Glamier. Hi, this is Dr. Tabas Samir. I'm a cosmetic dermatologist, owner, and founder of Mir Skin Cosmetic in New York City and star of an Emmy award-winning Bravo TV show. My podcast is all about great conversations with your favorite celebrities, media personalities, and well-known experts in the worlds of lifestyle, celebrity, relationships, and more. Through their stories, I hope to uplift, inspire, and educate. This is Glamier. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Glam Mirror with me, Dr. Tavis Samir. I have another doctor in the house, Dr. Heavenly is here from Bravo TV's Married to Medicine. Hey, hey, hey. One of the OG cast members. See there. Welcome. Thank you for having me. Oh my gosh. One of my favorites. I know I said that to the other two too, but Uh-oh. you guys are all my favorites. Oh, there you go. So I've had a Dr. Jackie was on and Quad was on. Okay. Just, just, you know, we had the most amazing conversation because there's a lot of heavy, heavy stuff going on. This it season. is. Um, prior to all that, I want everybody to know that you're one of Atlanta's leading dentists. Yes. You are an author. Mm-hmm. An inspirational speaker, mm-hmm. a relationship expert. That sounds like a lie. You're telling my age, are you? No, I'm not. I'm telling your experience okay, because I'm multi, I'm multi hyphenated too. Okay, See there. So, okay. But you know, a lot of the ladies could have used some relationship advice this season. What up? That's you're probably <sighs> busy getting that advice. In. Listen, <laughs> and they're going to therapy. Yeah, and they're spending a lot of money. Yeah, when it's quite simple. Tell me why it's simple. You have to be a wife first. You yeah. can't have your career and then your marriage. Mm. Like a lot of the women feel like it's okay for their husbands to have their career come first. I think the family has to come first. The wife has to come first. Of course, God first. Yeah. But then the family, then everything else. And I think a lot of yeah. people got that out of order. Yeah. Um, you know what? I'm so happy that you said that because I wanted you to just break it down mm-hmm. because I feel like watching you this season, you're just telling everybody you're not putting your family first. So when you say you got to be a wife first, mm-hmm. does that apply to the husbands too? Absolutely, husbands absolutely. Um, a lot of like I said, the women say some of the wives say their husbands put their jobs first. Mm-hmm. It can't be like that, and it bothers me when they say, "Oh, I knew I was second when I married a doctor." No, 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 sugar. Yeah, I find that very interesting because I'm a doctor. Right. My dad, doctor. Mm-hmm. We all put family first. Absolutely, Even, because we are old school. Like they mm-hmm. came, you know, they're immigrants. They immigrated here, and it was always family first. No matter how busy my dad was my mom whatever it was always family first mm-hmm. of course they fought they're they're married Your mom and dad still together right yeah that's what i'm talking about yeah that's yeah. what i'm talking about um you know but a lot of what you say doesn't sit well with everybody no it doesn't because it's the truth yeah and you know i'm a jokester anytime mm-hmm. i joke because i feel like um my position in the group is to keep things light because it gets so damn heavy. Gets really heavy like everybody got marital problems or whatever so i joke but the problem with it was i didn't know how serious you didn't know how serious when there. simone said she yeah. was getting a divorce and yeah. i broke down because i'm yeah. playing yeah well there are a lot of uh you know there's quad i, I talked with quad, quad a few mm-hmm. weeks ago mm-hmm. and it really like broke my heart mm-hmm. because she's in a situation which a lot of people can relate to mm-hmm. where she doesn't feel like 
both people are participating in the marriage. Mm-hmm. She feels like it's just her, mm-hmm. and he's not listening. Right. What what is uh, how does that I make you feel? I think he probably would feel the same way. Yeah. I think it's both of them. I don't think it's one or the yeah. other. I think it's both. Um, but I do know that, and I say it all the time: mm-hmm. men are not as strong as women are yeah. emotionally, yeah. Um, and they have more ego. So once you know that you're dealing with, I hate to put the words like this, a childlike person, <laughs> you have to know how to deal with them right. and allow them to have their ego. Let him lead, but you know you're leading. You're, you're in control. Yeah. Let him lead. Why let him lead. do that? Let him think it's their idea. Yeah. I had somebody recently tell me um, on an interview that men are more sensitive Absolutely than women. Absolutely they are. Okay. So you're saying you should be a wife first. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, um, and when you kind of explain this, like, you know, somebody like Dr. Jackie, mm-hmm. she is a fierce, strong, gorgeous, just a strong woman. She feels that she's given so much of herself to everyone that she's put herself last. Do you think that that applies to her where she wasn't being a wife first? How would you reckon with those two? I love Dr. Jackie. Yeah. And everything about her. She's the strongest woman I know. She is. Uh, she's beautiful. Mm-hmm. And I've said all that to say this. Mm-hmm. I walked into this whole show, friendship, situation, telling them mm-hmm. that they needed to be wives first. And I don't know if you're married, but it's more difficult in our culture yeah. to be married to a doctor who's a female and the husband is not. There's already ego issues there so you don't have to remind them no you don't so I think that that's mm-hmm. the issue that yeah they're constantly reminded that they're not the men are not the doctors and the women are the breadwinners mm-hmm. and that does not sit well yeah well I don't think that would sit well with anybody if right. the guy did that to a girl but I too see certain relationships yeah. work with a Mr. Mom works yeah just yeah. not in our culture right mm-hmm. I understand what you're saying mm-hmm. so so uh, well, so there's a, there's three women, really, right. three couples that mm-hmm. are, are suffering right now. Yes. And, and, and when you watch everything that's happening, because you are, you've been married. 20 years. 20 years. It'll be 21 in August. Yes. You call him daddy. Daddy, daddy, <laughs> yes, daddy, daddy. Um, you guys have a lot of the same goals, mm-hmm. and it seems like you communicate mm-hmm. efficiently. Mm-hmm. Um, does it scare you seeing all of these marriages fall apart? Do you wonder if like it's being on TV, exposing yourself in this reality? Because I know you guys are professionals, but a lot of it is being married, the married part. You got mm-hmm. the married to medicine, but the married part. Does it worry you? Do you think about that? Are you conscious of it? I'm very conscious of it, and I think that the infidelity issues and all put all the men on. You it know, did. It yeah. caused a rift between the men and the women. It did, and not only that, I think that all the men are very more, more conscious now. Yeah of their surroundings and what they can do and what they can't do. But what I would say is that I'm not worried because my marriage is not perfect. Please understand that. Yeah. I know I joke around and play around. No marriage is perfect, but I think my husband is perfect for me. I feel like we work through our issues and we don't give ourselves an option mm-hmm. not to love each other. And we keep God first. And the only way to make a marriage work is to pray together. Yeah. Yeah. He has issues. I have issues, mm-hmm. but I love him enough mm-hmm. to work through them no matter what they are. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Respect me. That's all. Respect. Respect me. I, I, do you think that um, a lot of what happens is you get married and then you just don't put any energy back into your relationship and you just kind of you're in the same place, but you're not really together? I think on reality TV, you're married and those issues are already there. Yeah, and it gets magnified. They are magnified. And you, the average person does not get to see mm-hmm. or get all the 
the the the the, the advice of Twitter yeah. and people making their comments in their their you know what I mean in their their examination of your marriage and that's tough because a lot of times you guys have filmed six months before right and so you know or more relive it. yeah you and then you have it. to relive it mm-hmm. in a in a in a shortened down mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. edited mm-hmm. version meaning you when I say edited mm-hmm. you film a hundred hours and you right. only get to see one hour of right that. right so and people we, think they know you and they've only seen a small yeah. snippet mm-hmm. what do you think people don't know about you or what do you wish that they would know about you I think that um, I'm, a, I'm, I'm able to get away with a lot of things that in your mind Mariah always says well why is Heavenly allowed to talk about people why is Heavenly because they know my heart mm-hmm. and I think that people realize you don't go by what people say you go by how you feel and they know that I have their best interests at heart yeah. they know I'm not trying to be malicious I'm not trying to be but I do feel for them because yeah. I think it's easy put your man first treat him like the man yeah. let him be the man and you're kind of unapologetic about that you don't back down when how you get, is you get that? some pushback from that I do. You got a lot of pushback. You got a lot of they're pushback. They're paying like the therapists thousands of dollars for the advice I'm giving them. Certain things they're saying that, oh, we sweep stuff under the rug, right? Some of that stuff need to stay up under the rug. Yeah. And you can't revisit it. After 10 years, he did something long ago, and now you're bringing it back up in yeah, a therapy that's session. that's a bad idea. And you're making it, you're reliving it. Yeah, you just And that's a it. problem, again, when we work through it, leave it under the rug. Let's be happy. Yeah. Don't worry, be happy. Isn't that a song? <laughs> it is. Let's be happy. And I just saw the video of that the other day. It was very weird mm-hmm. to watch it again. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so you kind of. Um, the, the, I want to go back to what you said about the infidelity because mm-hmm. it did cause the rift, rift between the men and the women. It did. What happened is Jackie's husband <clears throat> infidelity and people on the men, the husbands were saying, well, she left him in a position where he was lonely, and she wasn't paying attention to him. That's why he philandered. And the women are like, oh hell no. My thought with that is I love Jackie. Yeah. I would say that and I would preface that. However, I would say men cheat. Yeah. They don't need a damn reason. Yeah. They don't need a reason to cheat. They cheat. Most men cheat. Not all, mm-hmm. but a lot of them do. And I think that Curtis just got comfortable. Mm-hmm. And he wasn't thinking like men don't think. Mm-hmm. But I think a lot of men do it. Yeah. They do. And so what would you do if your man did it? I would not handle it the way that Jackie did. Yeah. I would probably want to. Yeah. I think she's very strong. Yeah, she she's was one of the very most graceful. Graceful. She kept a lot of internal, all the pain inside. But I don't think he got what he deserved. I think he should. it should have taken longer. She should have done more. I think he should have lost some hair, some teeth, something that would have reminded him to never do that again to yeah, me. Yeah. I think it was too much hurt. I think he got off too easy. Not that I'm saying they worked completely it out, but yeah. I think that before I would let him back in, if I would, mm-hmm. he got to know his wife is crazy. Yeah, yeah he would yeah. know that. So, mm-hmm. What you're saying is if anyone messes with you, they're going to they're gonna get some you're going to get yeah, some crazy. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that's yeah, fair. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> so let's talk about you. I was looking at your Instagram okay. the other day. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to flip to that, uh, the, what you're doing for people. You're, you're mm-hmm. doing something with um, teeth and helping people with oh, their smiles. Yeah, and yeah, you're yeah. doing it for more of a, mm-hmm. a generosity mm-hmm. kind of. Well, that started because so many people on Instagram inbox me yeah. saying, Dr. Heavenly, I need help. I need yeah. help. And you know, I can't ever help anybody. And I don't run a free clinic. My, yeah. you know, my fees you are got high. Bills to pay. But we 
um, we have to help some people. And mm-hmm. I think too much is given, much is required. And I have a gift and mm-hmm. I have to help people. Yeah. You know, so not you, everybody. But So how are you picking people to, to offer your services to? Well, I did a challenge on, on social media. And you'd be surprised. A lot of people enter, but they didn't follow the directions. No. Like, okay, they're yeah. still inboxing me. They would call my office. No, don't wow. call my office. Let's do the challenge on social media. Yeah. So I came to this young lady, this young girl who actually did the whole video for her mother with the kids. What was the challenge? It was a challenge, a makeover challenge telling me why you or someone you love Uh deserves a a dental makeover. Okay. So she came in and she says her mother doesn't smile. You know, she holds her mouth. She's very embarrassed. She wants a job as a flight attendant, but she can't do it without the look. You know, looks are important. You're beautiful. You get that. But um, so I chose somebody I thought it would make a big difference difference in their life. Yeah. You know? That's great. Mm -hmm. I like that because, you know, what I do a lot is cosmetic stuff a lot. And a lot of times people are like, oh, that's so vain. But Mm -hmm. I'm like, listen, Mm -hmm. if you feel like you look your best, mm-hmm. you you're going to perform your mm-hmm. best. You're going to feel your best. I had a patient whose mother had gone, um, had some cancer issues mm-hmm. and wouldn't smile anymore, wouldn't leave the house. And as a kid, she was always out partying, socializing and stopped for 10 years. And she came in, we did some corrective stuff on her and all of a sudden she's smiling, she's mm-hmm. going out. That's that's huge. I absolutely agree. I don't that's think good. people realize how important your smile is, your skin is, your appearance. And people judge you whether it's right or wrong. Yeah. First impressions matter. It does matter. It's 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 one of those, it does matter. Mm-hmm. It really does. And so you're always putting your best face forward. Mm-hmm. You have to be happy on the inside, but putting that um, external forward, it's going to help you with your confidence. Absolutely. Um, why did you do this show? Because, you know, I, I asked that in a, I want to know the reason. You have a successful practice. Mm-hmm. You've got a great marriage. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not perfect. But mm-hmm. then you're putting this on public. And I asked this of all my professional, you mm-hmm. know, the ladies that I had come through here. I just want to know what is it that you want to come You know, initially when the show was brought to me, I turned it down. Mariah yeah. actually shot, shot the show. Mm-hmm. I turned it down because I, I didn't watch reality TV, but I knew it was a negative stigma to yeah. it. And um, the next year... I saw that they had 2.7 million viewers. Yeah. And you got to think, bing, bing. Marketing, yeah. um, Marketing. I'm a businesswoman. I had seven different practices. I'm thinking like 2.7 million. Mm-hmm. And I think that we have something that needs to be seen. African-American families that are really educated, that really are married, that yeah. have a good family source. Yeah. Now, now, a lot of stuff is falling apart mm-hmm. on our show. Mm-hmm. But I do think that I bring something different to mm-hmm. the show and that you can be a powerful, successful businesswoman, but know how to turn it off when you get home and allow your husband to be the man. Yeah. Is that wrong? I don't know. That's what they're saying, but it works for me. Have you ever got backlash? Absolutely. From Twitter, from yeah. other people. Ooh, okay. Because a lot of what you're saying, mm-hmm. listen, my mom and dad, my uh, that's how it was in our house. Mm-hmm. You know, my mom was the boss. There's no question. But, you know, when my dad needed her to be his wife, she was. And it's just what we saw. Mm-hmm. And it definitely affects me and how mm-hmm. I treat people. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't ever say it. Mm-hmm. Um, and in fact, when I was going through med school before I started, and I've told this story before, my mom's like, you need to learn how to cook. And I remember thinking, no, I don't. Mm-hmm. She's like, well, what are you going to do when you get married? I'm like, mm-hmm. he's going to have to learn how to cook. So mm-hmm. I was very against it because I come from a culture where it's very like, you're getting married, you're going to have kids. And I was like, oh. So um, I grew into like, 
accepting the fact that, you know what, I am a professional and I can be this too. I can be both. It doesn't take away. Mm-hmm. So I get it. But if but there are a lot of times where I've, I've, I listen to people and it's like that what you just said mm-hmm. is so controversial and it, it can infuriate people because it's not it feminist. It does. It does. When I use the word submissive, people have a big problem with it. But we submit to each other. Yeah. I mean, it's biblical if you go and look at it. It's biblical. The wife was created to be the husband's helpmate. We were designed. I'm sorry. We were designed for our men. We were. So to step out and say, and don't get me wrong, our culture was designed that we had to be independent. We had to be strong because either our men were taken off to war, Mm -hmm. they were incarcerated, so we had to take over. And I get it. Mm -hmm. But if you got a good man, and and get me right, this is for me. Mm -hmm. If it don't work for you, don't do it. But um, this is my opinion. Mm -hmm. This is what I live by, and it works for me. If it doesn't work for you, don't do it. Mm -hmm. But for me, I'm going to submit to my husband because I think he's worth it and he's my king and he treats me the way that a wife should be treated and he loves me like Christ loves the church. I'm sorry, I won't apologize for that. And you shouldn't have to apologize mm-hmm. for it. I think that what you're saying can be polarizing but you're standing in your truth right. and I think that's good. Mm-hmm. You're not wavering from Mm-mm. it and I it can't. gives people something to think about. Right. You know, because... Listen, I, I've met a lot of people, especially in my practice. I, you know, I remember there used to be a flood of women in their 40s, mm-hmm. and I was like in my 20s starting my practice, and they were just newly divorced mm-hmm. and trying to get back into the dating th- scene. And um, uh, all, every single one of them had said to me, and I'm curious what you think about this. They said, "I got married." I lost myself in the marriage because I did so much for the man and then we're getting divorced now he's dating someone that was just like me in their 20s. So I think, what do you say to that? I think that there probably is some truth and validity to that, but I, the only thing I can do is live my life the way that God chose me to live it or told me to live it. So I have to uplift my husband. I have to continue to allow him to be the man. Now, is will that play out well? Only truth. But I think he loves me and I love him. And I think that love will see your way through. If yeah. you continue to pray together, yeah. you continue to work together and you respect one another, mm-hmm. it's going to be reciprocated. I want to talk, you talk about praying mm-hmm. and religion and I know that that's very important to mm-hmm. you. It's important to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Does having a, a partner with the same religion, does that help? Obviously, that's very controversial. And you're yeah. asking me, but I always give you the truth. Yeah, but that's why I'm asking Yes, you. it's important. <laughs> you have to be equally yoked or you're going to be confused. The kids are going to be confused. If yeah. you're a uh, 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 Christian and your husband's Jewish, yeah. my whole life and, and goal would be to convert him. Because my religion teaches us is if you don't believe what I believe, you're going yeah. to hell. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, right. yeah, I would have to be equally yoked with my husband. Well, and thank God we are. Yeah. Were you guys already that? or did? Oh, yeah, that was a, that was a prerequisite. It. Yeah. For me to date, there are certain questions and things I had to know before I became serious about yeah. dating my husband. So religion and his religion and how and having a profession yeah. and a certain level of yeah. income yeah. and yeah, okay. that's all to say. But it's true. Well, I mean, I like hearing this, right? Not, you know, because it's it's, nothing it's, wrong with there's that. There's nothing wrong with taking it, you know, listening to what you're saying. And if it, if it suits you, great. If it doesn't, then figure out what does. Absolutely. But, you know, what you're saying is is it's, it's so. What's some of the backlash that you've got? Like, I'm sure that you know because you <clears> do. You're so opinionated about this when you're on on the show that you're so unapologetically this is where you stand and do you people ever say to you that you were old-fashioned absolutely they say i'm stuck in the 50s i'm a woman that that, uh does not know the dating scene right now a woman that does not understand the men right now and 
that very well may be true. Mm-hmm. But if I was not, and I know I'm wrong to say it, if I was not in the relationship I am, and a man that treated me the way that I do, that I could not respect, that I could not allow to be the leader of my house, I wouldn't be married. Yeah, I wouldn't marry a man less than that. Yeah, I'd be single, and ain't nothing wrong with being single. No, there's nothing. Not. No, nothing. There's I'd be happy and alone. Yeah. Yes. Well, you'd be single. That doesn't mean you'd be alone. Right. 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 You could be alone that. in a relationship. Right. Alone, so. I'd be yeah, yeah. not married. Um. So so what I what I like to hear is like sometimes why do you think that you're not stuck in the 50s and I mean I I, I, I think that there mm-hmm. is nothing new under the sun <laughs> that what worked Great. back then is going to work this way yeah. and if you try to get let's look at the statistics yeah let's look at our show yeah what's yeah. working and what's not yeah yeah um, but it's true, you know, and a, a lot of times it's just, you know, you're talking about dating today. Mm-hmm. People are, take it all, and you're a relationship expert. You're I certified. Am certified. Mm-hmm. I think that the problem with dating today is mm-hmm. people treat each other very disposably. I just think you can take it or leave it. You're mm-hmm. not going to really work for it. I think in my culture, there's not enough quality black men to That's go around. Like, so you think it's more of the... the Absolutely. The women have it together. I live in Atlanta. Beautiful women, educated women, yeah. professional women, yeah. business women, powerhouses. And when I do relationship seminars and I try to find mates for these women, mm-hmm. like I have yeah, I have women lined up. I'm a pediatrician. I'm an accountant. I'm an attorney. I go over here and say, hey, brother, what do you do? I do what I do. What up? You know, no. They're just not. How did that happen? How did that I happen? I think Is that it just, we just started to like, it, like you say, the wars took our men, the incarceration took our men. There's a lot of gay men in Atlanta there. And then we we raised our women to be so strong. And I'm guilty of it, too. I raised my daughter. You can do anything you want to do. You don't need a man, mm-hmm. you know, and our sons. We baby them. Mm-hmm. That's my baby boy. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like the men grew up not. I don't know. You're saying that. Women, women have been bred to be too independent. Fathers, mother, yeah, they're to be because independent. they had to be. They had to be, and I think um, it's funny you say that because when I when I have a sister, and two of us were both doctors, mm-hmm. and when we were being raised by our mom, tough, tough, but strong, but loving, but tough, like we can get away thing. with anything. Right. She used to say to me things like, um, and I think it's because of our culture, because mm-hmm. she saw a lot of women come over mm-hmm. who were um, mm-hmm. from. Another country. They mm-hmm. came over here. The men here were educated. What country are you from? Kashmiri, which is between India and Pakistan. It's thank you for explaining that. You got it. Kashmiri you was, got it. But I know India. But it's mm-hmm. like that whole. So so the culture is like the men were here. So what's your religion? Muslim. Okay. Oh, yeah. Got it. Got it. Okay. My grandparents' family were uh, there was Christian there. Mm-hmm. But so I, mm-hmm. we were around a lot of it. Mm-hmm. But the thing is that you what what I was trying to say is the men would be here getting an education like back, and then they would get women from wherever and bring them over and that happens in a lot of cultures Mm -hmm. and so we were raised here and my mother's like you know I want you to be independent self-sustaining she's like I don't ever want you to ask a man ask money for a man to buy you tampons and she taught you right yeah and And at the time I thought it was what's she talking about but I'm like no she's right my mama said that men act different when you don't have anything Mm -hmm. she said she's lived it with it and without it and I never tested that rule I will always have my own you know I think I have a great husband but I would never test the rule of not having my own I just wouldn't I wouldn't race that way yeah you know men act different 
And women act different if you don't have anything. Yeah. If you you totally dependent on yeah. uh, the woman, the woman's yeah. gonna act funny with you. Yeah. So, no, it's true. Yes. Uh, well, I remember at the time she, I thought that was ridiculous, and I would be embarrassed. Mm. Like, what are you talking about? Mm. And um, what I had heard as I grew up, I was like, she's because now. I, I know girls that don't have anything, mm -hmm. meaning they didn't really do anything because mm -hmm. they're just waiting for a, a white. Mm -hmm. So what do you say to those women? I waiting say, for a knight in shining armor. I tell him I hope he comes. But mm -hmm. even if he does, like you say, so many women will give their whole life. You got to have your own because they made me leave you at 40. Right. Now you got three kids. You know, you just taking from you when every child I had, it pulled something out of right. me that never came back. Yeah. So... <laughs> You gotta take care of yourself. But see, so what, what we're just talking about right here is what people go to when I think you say things like you need to be a wife first. Right. You know, mm -hmm. it confuses people because they're saying, well, you're telling me that I need to be independent and have my own thing together. You see where I'm going with this? I'm doing both, though. Right. I'm not telling you to do one or the other. People, I'm telling you to do both. Right. I'm telling you to still allow your husband to be the, uh, the man, but keep your own just in case. That's yeah. what I'm teaching my daughter. I'm not being confusing or conflicting or anything. I'm telling you to do both. Yeah. Oh, so so this is where I, you know, this mm -hmm. is where I think it's important for people mm -hmm. to understand because, you know, what I'm seeing is I understand mm -hmm. because I get it. Mm -hmm. I really do. Um, I fully get it. That's kind mm -hmm. of how we were kind of brought up. Mm -hmm. But what people don't understand is you can still be independent, strong, have your business together, have your shit together, mm -hmm. and still um, be a wife first. A wife, a mother, a relationship, yeah. an author, yeah. uh, a, a relationship coach, a dentist. You can do more than one thing. You can be a dentist God, too. God, God created us to be yeah. that way. And we're amazing. And we can do amazing things. So you also, speaking of amazing things, you're a co-author of a series called mm -hmm. Wake Up, Live the Life You Love. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. Tell me about that. Um, that was a book I was chosen to be a part of with Wayne Dyer and Tony Robbins and a lot of others. Where it was, It's kind of like Chicken Soup of the Soul. Yeah. Where you actually get to give your testimony on some different things. And I was able to tell my story mm -hmm. of, basically it's a religious story mm -hmm. of how a prophet told me what I was going to do and how I was going to do it. And it came to pass. That really happened? It actually really how did that happen? What um, was the profit? Basically, I was getting ready to start my first business, and I didn't know if I should start it or not start it uh -huh. or whatever, and I was confused. You know, it was a lot of money. Yeah. Um, I know. Time. I know. Yeah. Uh -huh. So I was like, should I do this? Should I? I said, God, if you want me to do this, I'm going to only do it if you tell me to. I need a sign. So during it was the holidays, I drove to Miami from Tallahassee, wherever I was, to see my mother for holidays. Uh -huh. And she said, oh, we got to go to the store to get some stuff for Christmas. Uh -huh. Long story short, we went to a 24-hour store. It was 3 a.m. in the morning, a woman walks up to me and she said, I'm a prophetess and you've been asking God for this and I'm telling you that God told me to tell you Go do that business. Are you serious? And it scared the shit she, 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 she out of me. Yeah. And so I was just random like, woman just walked right, up to you. Random. Wow. Random. Random. Wow. And I told that story in that book. But it happened. And I know God works in that way. And you're thinking it's miracles. No, it's a miracle. Mm -hmm. God is giving you advice all the time if yeah. you listen. Be yeah. silent. Listen. Yeah. Be still. <clears throat> that's a sign that's indisputable. Mm -hmm. Somebody walking up to you mm -hmm. and saying. After you prayed for it the whole yeah. trip there. I yeah. drove eight hours praying for a sign. Mm -hmm. And it came to me. You know, I've done that before. I'm like, give me a sign, mm -hmm. and then something happens. And like, I didn't like that right, sign. Right, right, right. <laughs> but I that was so sign. undeniable. Like, <laughs> yeah, mm -hmm. that's why I wanted you to tell your story because mm -hmm. I think we've all done that where we're like, I just need a sign, mm -hmm. and then something happens. You're like. I don't know. And it's biblical. If somebody tells you the same thing, two different people, the same thing, the same way twice, mm -hmm. you need to listen. That's God speaking to you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So your book, are you going to be doing any more? more um Actually, I have three books out. One book was a business book. Mm -hmm. um, I talk about my 
my uh, shortcomings, failures with running a business so other people didn't make the mistakes. Yeah. I talk about my, you know, the things I bought, uh, how I was able to flip dental practices, my yeah. success, but successes, but I think more importantly, my failures yeah. and not doing the same thing over and learning. When you spend money and lose a whole lot of money, yeah. you learn that lesson quickly. What's one of the biggest mistakes, because I have the answer mm-hmm. for me, mm-hmm. what's one of the biggest mistakes when you open a business right away that people make? I didn't understand insurance, and I bought a building that was a lot of money for me at the time and I was scared and um, the roof fell in oh. and I wasn't properly insured sure. and I don't even know how that happened but it did but I had to in- come out of the pocket and spend money to replace something that I had just purchased um, so that was a lesson for me that before I buy anything mm-hmm. I always make sure that certain things insurance. are in place and insurance is so important yeah that's good that's something that um, mm-hmm. for sure for me it was spending too much money in, in the beginning oh yeah you know mm-hmm. like in the beginning when you're putting together a practice mm-hmm. you're like um, oh that chair is five thousand dollars no big deal but then late you know later on you're like Damn. i've done both i've yeah. had several practices some i've done good at like clean office but not a whole lot of money yeah i'm telling you people spend more money in a beautiful office yeah i've do. learned that lesson yeah yeah certain so. things matter mm-hmm. um what is it that this season of married to medicine and the seasons in the past why is this one so raw for everybody I think the nail hit the fan. Yeah. This season. Mm-hmm. I think that everything came to a standoff with marriages. Mm-hmm. Um I think that the the issues were brewing all along, mm-hmm. but it was like everything came to a head this season with the marriages. Curtis got caught cheating. Mm-hmm. Uh you know, uh, I don't know what's played yet and what I can like give you, quad. what I can't quad you know? Communication uh, breakdown. Uh, whatever that is. Yeah. Watch the reunion. Yeah. We'll see how I can't come wait. Together. I can't wait. Um, it's very interesting. Um, just so many problems coming to head, and I would never think that Simone would actually file, file for divorce. divorce. Yeah, that's that hurt my soul. Yeah, that that just came out too. I looked up to her marriage for mine. Like, okay, wow. you know what? They got a wonderful marriage. They're best friends. They're good friends. Why did that break? You think it's the same reason that you're saying all along? I think that, like you say, they both stopped trying. They both took each other for granted, both yeah. of them. And I feel like men are so, I'm not going to use the word stupid, but they, they're they they're underdeveloped. Underdeveloped. He's got, he got a new And I'm agree. not putting him down because it's not one man, it's not two men, it's most men. <laughs> I, I nearly say all. But they don't think the way that we do. Yeah. And the one thing that they would agree with is we don't need no damn logic. We have cool. intuition. Women, we don't have, we don't need to think in order like a logic like they do. We have intuition. Yeah. We have discernment. I could tell what he's about just by meeting him. Yeah. I can get his aura. I know him. I don't yeah. need logic. Or I don't need a resume. Oh, yeah. I got him already. I got you. Yeah. And it's a discernment that God has given me. Well, As what, a woman, what, most women have it. And a man will agree. How the hell did she know that? Yeah. Well, I, I get that too. I grew, so what do you say when you see me? You said you know me. What? Tell mm-hmm. me. I want to tell. I want to You're hear. a diva. I'm a diva. Yeah, that's your husband, <laughs> boyfriend, whatever. Yeah, boyfriend, I can tell. Yeah. Yeah. You can tell. Yeah, what what do you think about him? The guy over there, I didn't even no, look at no, him. No, no, this oh. one. Oh, yeah, he loves you. Aw. He loves you. you um, y'all not married? No. Mm-hmm. Y'all will be soon. Ooh, well, we'll I see got, how that goes. I, feeling, yeah, I asked. I asked. He's here with you, supporting you. Yeah. And I what you're doing. I appreciate And this that. ain't dermatology. This is something mm-hmm. you wanted to do outside of it. But I think we do that for each other, which is nice. Oh, yeah, of yeah. course. Yeah. Of course. That goes without saying you're going to do him. But yeah, <laughs> a lot of men don't support women yeah. in what they do. So yeah. that means a lot. Yeah. I hope you realize that. I do. I do. I'm not an idiot. Right. Um, but I've but know that men are. So oh. when he does make a mistake, you got to 
understand that he's you have to treat them like children almost like you yeah. have to understand he don't get it baby he don't understand he's trying his best and he's using his little logic and it ain't you know what I mean and he's agreeing with everything you're but saying but if you look at it like that you're able to deal with the stuff better you yeah. understand yeah yeah if yeah. he loves you that's that's all you need mm -hmm. is love yeah it's true and yeah, uh, but the bills gotta be paid and too the bills gotta be paid yeah um, you really do have a good sense of what's up, and I, I appreciate that. It's been great watching you. Um, Thank I you. I feel like you want. There's something else you want to say. Is there? God is love, and yeah. love conquers everything. Yeah. I think that's the issue. Yeah. And what do I know for sure? Deepak Chopra, nothing. I don't know nothing for sure. I'm just telling you what the hell I feel. You know what I mean? And it's working for me, so that's yeah. all I can tell you. Yeah. Every situation, every relationship is different. Yeah. But I tell you one thing, men and women are very different. Mm -hmm. Very different. Mm -hmm. And it's very difficult. It's almost a joke, almost a a joke how God can put two people together that are so different. Y'all supposed to work this thing out. Yeah. Work it out yeah. with the differences. And it's hard to do. You got to have love. You got to have prayer. You got to stay in faith, whatever that faith is, mm -hmm. you know, and, and work it together. Yeah. Communication. Absolutely. Yeah. That goes without saying. And, and putting effort into it. But men sure. will stop talking. When they get upset, they get in a point, they'll stop talking to you. Yeah. And that's difficult. Mm -hmm. And I think that's one of the problems a lot of women on our show had. Men stop talking. Mm -hmm. When they get frustrated, when they get, they feel like they can't be heard, they'll stop communicating. And we got to keep that communication open. That's yeah. the most important thing. Because yeah. so many things get misinterpreted. Yeah. When you're not talking. Yeah. You know? Or not interpreted, you know? Right. And you got to let each other be each other. You know what I mean? Like, my husband don't bother me. He lets me do me. Mm -hmm. Whatever that is, if it's good or bad, he lets me be me. Mm -hmm. You got to let me be me. You can't stifle me. Yeah. Right? I'm Dr. Heavenly, baby. Yeah, <laughs> she baby. is. Dr. Heavenly. <laughs> um, okay, this is probably better relationship advice than I've had from relationship experts. Um, What's your social media for My everybody? social media is dr underscore heavenly. Yeah. That's dr underscore H-E-A-V-E-N-L-Y, heavenly. And, um, you know, on Facebook, I have a fan page, Dr. Heavenly. Yeah. And I have my website, yeah. drheavenly.com. Yeah. Keep it consistent. Keep Make it, it consistent. simple. Yeah. And it's a great name, Dr. Yeah, heavenly. Who thank can you. My that? mama named me that. Um, you know, heavenly. thanks for all of your uh, sage advice. Oh, no problem. And, it's not even and sage, I didn't charge you nothing, sense. did I? No, you didn't. They, they got therapists charging thousands of I dollars. Know. No, this is just free talking. Yeah, I appreciate you, and I appreciate your time here, and I have right, a lot of no fun. no problem. Hopefully I can help somebody in the world. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Keep it simple. Yeah. Yeah, I mm -hmm. like it. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.